Welcome to the Late Night Race Review. Azerbaijan and Red Bull say, I forgot you existed to the rest of the grid. Should we just leave a blank space where Alpine used to be? And is the love story between Sainz and Ferrari starting to stale? Was that enough Taylor Swift puns? Yeah. Damn it, Fernando, look what you made me do. We wrap it up with a look at our fantasy league and our predictions game, as always. Don't forget to support the podcast by hitting those like, follow, and subscribe buttons. Welcome to the Late Night Race Review. I am Owen Scott, and with me, as always, is the beautiful Dave Jericho and the scintillating Isidro Gonzalvish. Before we kick into any of today's action, Dave, do you want to give us a roundup of the F1 Fantasy League? I'm with you in spirit, Scotty, but my <laughs> <laughs> the, my soul is destroyed from that race. Anyway, before we get into that, uh, the F1 Fantasy, everybody, don't forget to join us. Uh, you can search for us using Late Night Race Review in the search on the official F1 Fantasy League. But a quick update, we still have Stop Inventing at the top of the table. But good news, everybody, I have moved into fourth place. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's what everyone tuned in for. Uh, Scotty, you are ooh, 17th and Isidro 18th. You boys propping each other up at the bottom of the table. <laughs> nice. Sir. So everybody jump on. There's prizes at the end of the season. Some some uh, T-shirts and hats and stuff like that from the official F1 store. So jump in. Fancy. I like that. Back to you, Scotty. Get us oh, underway. Okay, so today was meant to be littered with Taylor Swift puns galore. But uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find uh, one of her songs called Bored to Tears. So <laughs> instead, I'm going to reference uh, how far Red Bull are away from everyone else in the pack by uh, by saying we are never, ever getting back together. That is it, I think. The, the season is over. Red Bull have done it. Uh, Dave, what did you think of the race? The race weekend overall. Did you enjoy this weekend? No. Okay. Straight to the point. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, uh, I know Baku has usually um, given us some great races uh, in the last few years, so I was kind of fairly hopeful. Not a big fan. I don't know whether we're going to jump into this later, but sure, I'll, I'll talk about it now. But the the new sort of format, um, sort of the qualifying. I know I know sprint races are not new to us now, but the shootout qualifying on the Saturday morning doesn't add anything for me. Um, sprint race, I'll be honest. Didn't other than uh, some choice quotes from Max Verstappen, the sprint race didn't add anything for me either. I, I'm kind of, I'm a simple man. <laughs> I'm, I, I'd be happy with just the qualifying on a Saturday, the race on a Sunday, and I'm I'm happy out. I I like to see teams and drivers focus all their attention on the main event. Um, I just yeah, it didn't it didn't add anything to me. I think if it's gonna if they're gonna bring something in. Do change it up, bring something that you know adds something different to the weekend, not just a truncated race. Um, so yeah, look, everyone's. I know there's a there's a split camp on this. Some people think it's a great idea, given more racing, but yeah, for me, I'm uh, yeah, not a fan. Uh, that was going to be one of the first things I was going to ask about. So let's just let's just jump straight into it then, Isidro, Your your opinions on on the sprint race? What's your thoughts? I didn't like it either. I think it distracts the teams from the main event, like uh, Dave was saying, and the fact that they need to race on Saturday and very few hours to just get everything set up if needed for Sunday. So the things that happen on Saturday, like the accident with Noda, for instance, it might cost time and money to the teams. And I think that affects the main event, which is... Sunday race, not the, not the sprint race, and even this uh, the twist they they made the sprint. Uh, no, not a fan either. Okay, um, I saw. Oh, Dave, go on yet yeah, before I go on. No, I was just going to say as well. I mean, if if we have to have it, um, I'd like to see something like uh, even like on say that the qualifying format that they have on the Saturday, um, like it's still they call it a shootout qualifying, but it's not really like it's the same. I know each get one set of tires, but the soft compound makes absolutely no sense because they only last, like you can only use one set of tires and they only, la you know, they'll only last your one lap of at full tilt. So, you know, once you've done your, your, your hot lap there, you're not going to probably, I 
very rarely are you going to set a time quicker. So that having, I don't know what it is, eight minutes or something like that for the Q, SQ3, it makes no sense. So I'd like to see something like, um, basically they fuel the cars, they go out and you've got basically your out lap, you have a hot lap, cool down lap and another hot lap. And you do that when, as soon as you go out, you don't come back into the pits unless there's obviously some mechanical issue. But you go out, you do your warm up lap from or your out lap, then you go straight into your hot lap, cool down, then another hot lap. So on each set of tires, you get two hot laps, and that's it. You don't get, and it's a proper shootout. You yeah. don't get any, um, you know, you, you don't get like eight minutes, ten minutes, or whatever to go. But uh, I was, I was thinking, uh, you know, that uh, film legend Tom Hardy. The one about the the Cray brothers, yeah. And I, I got all I could think of when I kept hearing the shootout, and I was just like, "This isn't a shootout." And <laughs> I could just think of that scene where he's like, "There's, I wanted a proper shootout," and you know, your man standing there with the rolling pin, like, <laughs> you go, "What are you gonna do with that? Bake me a cake?" Sorry, I, I, I've heard a lot of uh, a lot of different uh, opinions about it. I heard the the biggest thing really was Sky were commenting that the um the numbers were down for the actual qualifying on friday because a lot of people wouldn't have been finished work or whatever um so i see that as a as a big uh minus uh, if it's going to be taken away from those numbers i imagine it won't be around for too long but as well as that you have the qualifying for the main race on a friday then you're slapping in this kind of filler basically yeah. um and then you've got the main race on a sunday so it's a kind of big gap between you you bookend the main event with with just filler in the middle. It's like going to a concert, and you're like, they open with a belter, and you're like, great. And then it's just a load of ballads in the middle, and you're like, oh <laughs> sweet Jesus, come on, get on with the encores. And then you get the main event of the encore at the end. Yeah, that's exactly what this weekend was like. <laughs> here's here's our, the entirety of our new album. Oh great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except the, the problem with this weekend is they filled the middle with the ballads, and when we were looking for the encores for the main event. We just got like that, the the crap, the filler from the new album that no one wants to hear. Like so it was just a brutal, brutal one. Um right. We'll we'll stick with the, the sprint race, sort of. I just want to touch on that that incident. We won't go through the whole the whole sprint race, but that incident between Max and George. Who was Princess at fault? George. Prince George, yeah. Um who was at fault between King Max and Princess George, did you call Princess him? George? Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't me. That was that's that's one of uh, Max Verstappen's quality quotes from the weekend. Oh right, okay, I didn't see. Called him one. Princess George and dickhead, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant stuff, Dave. Where do you stand? Who was at fault? Oh, oh, sorry, I thought you meant on the dickhead thing. No, um, no. <laughs> I stand with Max on the dickhead quote. <laughs> um, no, I, I'll be honest. Um, racing incident, I think. Um, yeah, I think George Russell. I was kind of I'd side with George Russell on this one. I think uh, nice. Max Verstappen just being a bit mouthy. Like I said, he he'd have done the exact same maneuver against Hamilton in that kind of in in that you know a couple of seasons ago. So I don't think uh, don't think there was much in it. Yeah, he'll uh, yeah. There was, I, I I'd side with Russell on it. Mm. Cedro, I go with Max. I Ooh. think Russell should be a bit more careful. I mean, it was just tire to tire, and then Max went to the barrier. It could be a lot worse if it was a tire. So nah, yeah, he had moved from Russell. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I I I think it was just uh, good hard racing, and uh, I I don't know. I I think uh, yeah. Look, I I I'm. Uh... I'm signing with Russell. That's it, the end it, of it. It I'm led gonna... to it led to nothing really in in the end. Uh, minimal uh, points limited for for Max. To be honest, he can he can do with losing a few anyway. Um, but then again, begs the question: What if if George went straight through Max and destroyed his car? What does that What does that lead to on a on a Sunday? Yeah, well, that's the the thing with this these sprint races, isn't it? I mean, if he absolutely if they told well, I'll be honest, they would rebuild a car. For the next day like i mean the, these teams are are well able for something like that right. but the problem is i'm not 100 sure how it works with the whole park fermi and all that type of stuff but um rebuilding the car for the sunday then you, like th these drivers aren't going to get out and test it and i mean they will do the setup the same as what they had but there's no guarantee they're going to be as comfortable in a sort of a rebuilt car at the last second um so yeah so it does put them at a disadvantage if there's an accident and obviously there's the cost factor that comes into it for the not just even the smaller teams but even a team like red bull i mean if you absolutely wreck a car 
and that's a couple of million quids worth of damage that's coming out of your cost cap. So, mm. um, so yeah, it is an issue all around. And there's uh, how many is there? Is is it six we're going with this season of these, or is it three? It's still three. But it was four. Next is Belgium in. June. Oh, sorry. So there's four sprint races this season, is there? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I'll be honest, I'm not 100 percent sure. So, um, yeah, like that's that's fairly risky. Sorry, I, I, six. It I'm is six. Yeah, 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 six. So, um. Like that's that's adding a lot, and that's adding a lot of wear and tear to the components of the car. I know they're going to give them an extra, uh, some some extra components and stuff like that to account for it. I don't think it's going to be enough. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't even think it was enough when it came when we had a standard season. Uh, we were getting to the end of the season where car, you know where drivers were taking ridiculous penalties, uh, you know, grid place penalties and stuff like that because they were replacing components so regularly. So throw in six sprint races. Um, you've got then the wear and tear and the components and the risk of the crashes as well. So yeah, I'll, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to see the sprint races of honest. Yeah. For the sake of eight points, when say on a, on a Sunday, you could finish say sixth and get those eight points again. It's, it's pretty inconsequential. It's, it's just about risk. trying to, yeah, it's just about trying to get some, uh, the, the TV coverage, the sponsors. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just a marketing thing. Um, I was having a conversation with someone earlier today and it's kind of, I know the sport that I kind of grew up watching and I love this, this, I don't know what it is, about this season particularly, but I just like, I really feel it disappearing. Like it's just not the same for some reason. Um, not for some reason. It's obvious why, mm. but um, yeah, if it keeps going in this direction, it's, it's just becoming a marketing machine now at this stage. Uh, it's, yeah. I'm not liking it now at this moment in time. Yeah, the next thing I think on the on the uh, card for F1 is maybe VAR type uh, incidents for, uh, say, George and, and Max. And then we'll get a, they'll have to hold the race. Everyone has to stop until the incident is <laughs> yeah, <looked> yeah. <laughs> Oh, actually, that's another thing, actually, I wanted to, to say. Um, the, actually, no, we'll get on to that because I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. Uh, <laughs> okay. We'll talk about that when we get into the race. <laughs> Nicely controlled, Dave. Well done. Thanks. Um, okay, so let's start off with our, our sprint winner and race winner for the weekend, Checo Perez. Phenomenal weekend yet again. He loves this track, doesn't he, Isidro? Yeah, this uh, another city circuit, and Paris proved that he's definitely the contender for this year um, championship. I'm sure Verstappen is not happy that uh, the distance between them is getting shorter each race, but it was it was very good to see Paris getting the the first place in this kind of boring race. I think the only interesting thing was to see who would hit the turn 13 side, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was uh, was Perez a little bit fortunate over the weekend with with a lot of Max's problems, Dave? What do you think? Uh that's a good question. Actually, I'm not really sure of the honest answer. I mean, I know they were saying on the sprint race that he they reckon they were down by half a second uh, with the damage that was on his car, which is kind of st stands stands to uh sort of the the data uh on the race pace he did say he was having issues um sort of early on in the race i don't know i don't know whether that was the, the be all and end all though I, I just don't think he quite had the pace up against perez um yes. Is it possible, say, if say the safety car, if they'd timed that correctly, or I think the big issue was with balance. Max was saying that it, it took him up until the last ten laps to actually sort that out in the car. Um, nah, I don't. Well, race. Yeah, I mean it could be, but I mean I'll be honest. I don't know. I I take what Max says sometimes with a pinch of salt because mm. he just he, he's he's uh, started to become a bit of a moaning driver. Um, and look, I like Max Verstappen and I was delighted to see him win his world championships, but he's just become, you know, thing, things that just go, don't go his way. He moans about and things that are just incidental and don't really have any, uh, bear any impact. He kind of moans about as well. So, uh, but that being said, the, the pit stop. Yeah. I was thinking about this before we got on the podcast. I still think even if, um, he didn't make that pit stop early, I just, I still think Perez had the pace. To take him, I, I, I just, I think uh, Perez would have overtaken him at some stage later in the race, which probably would have made us uh, have, sorry, would have given us a bit more of a spectacle. I think of a race had that have happened, because the way it unfolded, it just didn't really give us much to blow our hair back with. So, yeah, yeah. And um, what, what is it about these these tracks, Cedro, that that uh, gives Checo a slight advantage? 
I think it's just first he likes the that kind of circuits, mm. and second I think he, this time or this year he's trying to be as good as as he is and try to drive as fast as he can to get max. I think last year he realized that Max is not gonna help him if he needed. So I think he's just he's just counting with himself. He's not expecting any help from his uh, um, co, let's say, co-worker. Mm-hmm. Dave. Yeah, no, I agree with what Isidro said there. I think uh, I think Perez has re- learned the lesson the hard way. Like he he played the good soldier when he sort of helped Verstappen with his title, uh, with his first world title. Um, like he, he played an absolute baller of a, of, of a, um, of, of a, a teammate uh, with assisting Max Verstappen like that season. And then realized quite swiftly that when it came to returning that favor to him, it wasn't going to be forthcoming. Mm-hmm. So I think now maybe we're seeing a little bit more of an aggressive Perez who wants to you know like he, he's there a long time i'm not sure what age he is but i'll be honest i i don't know how much longevity he has in the sport i mean i he's not quite the likes of an alonzo or something like that who might you know you could see being around at least in his 40s mm-hmm. i don't know i don't especially not a red bull i don't think red bull would keep a driver around that long yeah um so i think maybe he's thinking i have the car under me um and i'm not going to be play second fiddle to max this year and i'm going to be a bit more aggressive so um so yeah as much as he likes these circuits i think that's what we're going to see a bit more this year so i'm looking forward to it because i'll be yeah i'll be rooting for perez this season now to 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 take a win i think that everyone is is uh in the same boat here yeah Uh, perez said after the race he said he felt lucky his tires didn't explode near the end of the race um i think it was very close between us today and we were both racing our hardest but we managed to keep him under control, is what he said about Max. Very Who, that, that Perez managed to keep him under control. Yeah, yeah. Him and his, obviously, whoever he has in his, in his, his side of the garage. Yeah, yeah. So very interesting. That's, yeah, there was some, uh, you could tell as well in the post-race interviews when Max was talking, like he was sort of biting his tongue a little bit about what he, on his answers, like when he was sort of asked about, you know, that he didn't have the pace against Checo and stuff like that. And rather than sort of launching into a sort of a, a, you know, a response that you would expect, you know, he just sort of kind of goes, you know, he kind of went into the, uh, the, the straight out of the, the, um, the pay, the playbook where it's just like, Oh, you know, it's a long season, blah, blah, blah. You know, just went literally with a, uh, yeah, box standard script Mm -hmm. answer. So you could tell, yeah, I, I think he took that one a little hard. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, I'll be honest; it's been a bit of a naff start to the season. I'm not, I'm not really uh, too excited yet. But uh, I'm kind of hoping this gives us a little bit of promise that we're going to see a little bit of a battle between two teammates. Um, we don't, we don't get this too often. So hopefully, uh, hopefully this season now that we, we'll get it because sure shit, we ain't getting them battling with anybody else on the grid. So no, and I, I joked about it in the previous pod. And everyone laughed, but I, 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 I would, um, I, I'd like a division one and a division two, so Red Bull can go and compete in their own division, and then everyone else can compete for another title, if that's okay, because that's <laughs> just that's just what's happening. But it's good to see Perez and Verstappen at least going at each other a little bit. It gives it a little bit of interest, doesn't it? Yeah, but that's again, and hopefully he's going to be aggressive this year, and that, and that he's not willing to play that second fiddle, because then it should give us a, uh, something to to look forward to this season. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on to to Leclerc. Finally, the Ferraris seem to be waking up a little bit. Um, Leclerc's weekend was uh, nice and solid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he he. I suppose he he had as good a race as he could have expected. Um, bit. I, I I'm curious. I could I couldn't quite figure it out. Um, as to what and obviously, if if Ferrari haven't figured it out, I'm sure shit. I'm not going to figure it out. But um, <laughs> I just yeah, it's just he has the single lap pace over the Ferrari or oh, sorry over the Red Bulls this weekend. Mm. Hence oh, why he was on pole. But um, yeah, when it came to the the full race distance, just didn't have it. But I mean, even on the the, the straights and stuff like that, even over a kind of a single lap in race spec, uh, he just didn't seem to have the pace that the Red Bulls had. Oh. I just, 
Yeah, those Red Bulls. I I just don't. I I'd love to know what's um. You know how well how long it's going to be before other teams kind of realize what is being done, um, and and sort of sort of adjust their cars accordingly so we can get some even racing. Mm. So, but anyway, as for Leclerc, I think he did the best he could. I mean, he finished I think twenty one seconds off, um, the Red Bulls, and that was with a uh a, a safety car. Yeah. So I mean take that out and God only knows where he, you know, how, what the time could have been 30 seconds or something. So, um, yeah, look, did a good job, you know, got, got a good haul of points. So look, move on to Miami and hopefully they can build on this and, uh, and find uh, a bit of a formula that can at least kind of sort of get up on the tails of the, the Red Bulls for the rest of the season. Yeah, 22 points uh, in total this weekend, which is great for Ferrari. They really needed it. And Sainz in, in fifth as well. Um, it is it starting to pick up a seed, or do you think, from what you see this this weekend for Ferrari, can they be positive going into Miami? Yeah, I did like to see the, what Ferrari did this weekend. And if they can keep up, we'll see in Miami. If they can do the same, the, the, the same race, keep the same pace, for Miami, then I think that things will get slightly more interesting for the middle table. Mm. By middle, I say it's second, third, fourth. Mm. So Ferrari, Aston uh, uh, Martin, Mercedes. But uh, this is not enough to see that Ferrari is up in their game now. I need to see more. I'd like you to refer to middle table as Division 2 from now on, if that's okay. <laughs> uh, Dave, go on. Um what what's everyone think about signs though? I mean, I think I started out when we we had the first race of the season. Um, uh, like I was hyping signs to be the uh, sort of the, the 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 better driver coming out on top this season. Um, but it's really not going that way at all. Like he wasn't with it. On, he wasn't with that car at all. I mean, I think the uh, like he was probably on pace with the Mercedes and the Aston Martins um today like Leclerc was completely like it was in a different league to to uh to Carlos Sainz mm. so I don't know anyone got any thoughts on that I just I, I was just I was watching it and I was just like yeah this isn't uh it's not looking like it's going to be Sainz's year to stand out no I don't think so I think Sainz will will be the second second mm. for Ferrari Leclerc has not been very good it's been what four races and he only finished two but, Do you know, uh, out of 19 pole positions that Leclerc has had, and I'd have to try and dig out the stat again, So I'm, but I think he's only managed to win four races out of starting on pole, 19, out of 19 pole positions. Mm. That's a shitty fucking return like that is. Uh, is there's, like, there's something wrong there. That's showing that, like, that the car has the race pace, then it, you know, sorry, car has the single lap pace, but then it also questions, you know, is that an issue with your driver? Is it an issue with your race spec car? That's yeah, they're not good stats. Don't are you don't... trying to uh, start the rumor that Hamilton by may join Ferrari next year and <laughs> signs for Leclerc move to Mercedes? Mercedes, no, no, no. If if Hamilton leaves Mercedes, we all know Mick Schumacher is taking that seat. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, everyone. Dave has advocated for Hamilton to Ferrari and Leclerc to Mercedes. <laughs> um, uh, Carlos Sainz said, said afterwards, I had to focus on controlling Lewis and to make no mistakes, but there was no confidence to push the car, he said, um, or to get too close to the walls. Wow. There you go. <laughs> no he confidence. He doesn't have any confidence in the car, apparently. So well, uh, we don't go. have confidence in him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on for uh, from Ferrari, and let's go to the hottest ticket in town. Fernando Alonso for the last week has been setting the front and back pages alight. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, let's let's just talk about the race first of all, um, and and then we can. Yeah, we don't have to talk about the other thing. Um, <laughs> he uh, he did pretty good. He was starting to come back on Leclerc. Leclerc was saying that he was only what only a second behind him. I think near the end, there was a good gap, but he he managed to close it down. I think the drag on those Aston Martins was too much, wasn't it? Uh, they just they weren't getting the the performance that they were getting in the previous races. But uh, but look, that that's not a bad thing. I mean, for for the for a car that's sort of this is their first sort of um, season where they're competitive. Um, 
you know, having a race like this is a good learning experience to see, um, you know, where improvements can be made during the season development. So I think they did very well. I mean, um, you know, I think wh wh where was the, I think he fifth was it? No, sixth was it he came? No, hang on a second. Let me, let me, I have to check. P4 for Alonso and P6. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, sorry, I was thinking uh, of sprint Stroll race. P7, sorry. Yeah, sorry, I was thinking of the sprint race. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, I don't think that's bad. Like, I mean, that's that's a great result from Alonso uh, in a car that's kind of draggy uh, on a track that uh, does not like that at all. Um, And Stroll, um, yeah, I mean, he had a couple of, couple of issues throughout the race. I think he tipped the wall once or twice or something like that during the race. Nothing major, but... um. Yeah, I think that's 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 great for Aston Martin, and uh, looking forward to them for the rest of the season. It's a it's a growing season for um for Aston Martin, but not not quite a showing season uh, just yet. Isidro, what do you think? I think Aston Martin is slowly getting there, and pinging out what uh, Dave was saying that Aston Martins are very strong. I mean, they they had a few bumps in this race. They hit the the walls, and still. No, no problem. No, no issues whatsoever. Just kept going, mm. and I think this race Alonso before was was the best it could get. Yeah. I think Ferrari was very well this weekend. In the other weekend, maybe Alonso got the third place, but today Ferrari was up in their game, and I think the P four is is very good for Alonso. Go on, Dave. I wonder who's going to uh, come out ahead now in the sort of the development. Um, you know, as the season goes on, or is it Ferrari or um, Aston Martin going to to kind of get that second place in the constructors' championship? Yeah, it's very interesting. I, I, the way Ferrari are going or have been going up until this point, you'd imagine it'd be Aston Martin, but you just don't know what with this weekend. Maybe the tide well, could be turning. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, at the start of the season, we were thinking like Aston Martin had just leapfrogged Mercedes. So we just assumed that that was going to be the competition. And then as the season went on and we saw, or as the, the you know, a couple of races have gone on, we've saw Ferrari sort of still having similar issues that they had last season. So uh, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, Aston Martin could find themselves in a development race with with Ferrari uh, for the season. So uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be curious to see who comes out on top. That's all. Yeah, it's exciting. Division 2 is exciting in Formula 1 this season. It is, yeah. Division 2 um, is where it's at. <laughs> um, okay, Why are you not referring in, uh, Mercedes between uh, that little battle, Ferrari, Aston Martin? Mercedes is doing much better than Ferrari at the moment. I was just about to ask about Mercedes next. Wait, Ryan, are you talking <laughs> about in, in the development race for the rest yeah. of the season? Um, I suppose, uh, no particular reason, but as you put me on the spot, I'm going to come up with an answer. <laughs> Um, I think the reason I didn't say that is because Mercedes have decided to go down this road of this fucking fucking shopping trolley of a car, <laughs> and every time they they kind of they come out and say, "I think we found a solution," it turns out that they haven't. So, um, and Toto Wolf came out, uh, I think the week leading up to to this uh, race weekend, saying that they, that they think they've come across a solution. And I really don't think they have. So <laughs> I, I think they're stuck with it for the for the rest of the season. And I think there's only so far that they're going to be able to develop that car. Um, whereas I think the the templates that Ferrari and Red Bull both, or sorry, Ferrari and Aston Martin both have, ha give them a lot more scope for development than what Mercedes have. So there you go. Take that and stick it in your tailpipe. Beautiful, Dave. <laughs> uh, uh, on let's uh, let's go to, to George Russell maybe first. He had a uh, a good sprint race where he drove his shopping trolley into people and around the track and managed to get a fourth, but uh, not so great today. Seemed to fall back quite a bit. What happened to Russell today, Dave? What happened to Russell today? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't um, do you know he well I mean like his starting position was I mean where did he actually start for, for today's grid hang on a second let me just quickly check uh, P11 P11 I mean it's and we're and we're finished P8, P8. Yeah, sorry I'm just checking 74 seconds so I'm just checking the results there in the times yeah like I don't know I mean he's He's doing great in that car. I think he's still, even though he sort of he finished behind Lewis, I still think he's performing better in that car or he's getting more out of that car than Lewis is. And I still think he's more comfortable in that car, more confident uh, in that car. Um, but 
I mean, he just showed how aggressive he was in that sprint race and aggressive he was as well in the opening laps of the um, of the race as well, not just the sprint race. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, didn't get those posi- the, the positions they wanted. Again, I, um, that's sort of, the, you know, battling with the Aston Martins and stuff like that. And I think as well, you know, you're, you're if you look at it this way as well, just going back to what we were saying about sort of the development race and stuff like that, like they were battling with the Aston Martin. I mean, he had Lance Stroll ahead of him. And that was a again a draggy Aston Martin where this track probably didn't suit them, and they still managed. You know, Stroll still finished ahead of um, ahead of Russell, and Alonso still finished ahead of uh, Hamilton. So I don't know. I think that just shows that when they do go to a track where um, it's going to be more favorable for the Aston Martin, I think we're just going to go back to seeing sort of maybe how far away uh, Mercedes are from the Aston Martins. So. Mm-hmm. I think again. I think it was just that was the best Mercedes we're going to get out of this weekend. Like I think it was. Uh, I think he he did reasonably well. Again, you know where my stance is for the uh, the sprint race incident. I just think it was good aggressive driving. He had the inside line. Um, I think maybe uh, there there was room for 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 Stappen to maybe go a little bit wider and for the two of them to get through without him hitting the wall. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think I think he had an okay weekend. Princess George, a uh, Princess George on on Hamilton versus uh, versus Russell. I know we don't like to go, you know, who is driving number number one, who is driving number two, but uh, George seems to be getting a lot out of this car, but he still is back in what seventh position on twenty eight points, whereas Hamilton is up in fourth on forty eight points. Mm. He's quietly going about his season, getting these little results, and not really like today, didn't really show up that much. He was just kind of tipping away, doing his thing, yeah, and, yeah. and getting those points. Yes, true, and but I, I, I still would feel. I just it it still comes across that Russell is still more confident in that car or more comfortable in that car than than Lewis is. Lewis maybe is fighting it a bit more, but getting more out of it. Maybe that's just the experience from Lewis Hamilton over the years and stuff like that. And maybe if he had a car he was more comfortable with, obviously he'd be uh, sort of battling up the front. So. Um, yeah, in terms of the sort of the the rivalry between Russell and Hamilton, yeah, I'd still in the long run. Look, I don't know. I'm 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 saying this. I'm kind of contradicting myself, but probably Hamilton will probably come out with the the mo- most points. Mm. Um, but I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm 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 going to contradict myself there, so I'm going to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I I agree with you though. I I do think Russell looks the more exciting driver. And he seems to be uh, getting the most out of the car, but Hamilton just seems to be doing the job quietly. Yeah, it's true. Really, you know, and, and I think that'll stand by him by the end of the season. Um, let's have a little look to um, to McLaren Isidro. Uh, seem to be uh, some upgrades coming into today. Do you think they're they're starting to pay off a little bit? Did you see an upturn in their performance overall, uh, both McLarens? Uh, overall, uh, maybe they they are doing slightly better than the last time, but. It it was not the upgrades I was expecting to see. Um, I was expecting to see the McLaren up at the same level as last year, mm. and these upgrades they just maybe slightly up from previous race. So I don't think they are still there. They are doing improvements race by race, but uh, they are very far away from the McLaren that we that we saw last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Norris today, Dave, had a lovely little overtake. I'm not sure who it was on. Maybe I want to say Ocon. It was one of the Alpines, I believe, um, coming down just outside, past the, the castle. I think the turn after the castle. Um, he, he, had a, he had a good race, didn't he? Yeah, he did well. Um, and those uh, McLarens, I think they were saying that they their, their developments that they brought, the upgrades they brought this weekend were worth about two-tenths right. um, per lap. And they reckon during the season they're going to manage to find another two tenths. I'll be honest, finding another two tenths throughout the season, I don't think it's going to move them any further than where they're at at the moment, sort of mm. battling to get inside the top ten. So I think that that's where they're going to be for the rest of the season, if that's all they're going to be able to to bring. Mm. But uh, yeah, they did well. I, I was kind of, I know Norris, this is, I'm contradicting myself. I know I was saying earlier, I thought Russell was the better driver, even though he was finishing behind Hamilton. But I'm going to say the same again here about the McLarens. I thought Piastri impressed me more than Norris did, even though Piastri finished behind Norris. But Piastri being a rookie, 
Uh, Norris obviously having a lot more experience in the McLaren. I thought I just thought Piastri did did uh, pretty well today. Mm. Definitely the best of the rookies. The the other ones seem to be falling away quite easily. Oh, uh, stop! These days. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that definitely. Um. Looking down the the grid, then I I mean the Alpines. Uh, are the Alpines surprising anyone with how bad they actually are this season? Uh, no. <laughs> but I think the uh, they brought a hell of a lot of upgrades and um the, like uh oh god I'm having a brain freeze <laughs> moment. What's your man's name? Team principal Alpine American oh, lad uh Admar Oh yeah, Admar Satnav. Yeah, yeah. Satnav. There you go. Or Satnav. Satnav. Whatever his name is. Yeah. <laughs> Satnav. I nearly said there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Admar <Satnav>. right. <laughs> I've got Otmar on the on the team radio there. Um so yeah, I he was saying that they um before the race they were saying about the upgrades that they brought and that you know during the sprint race and the instances that they had, they weren't able to show the performance of those upgrades. Well, we had a full fifty one laps of their upgrades and I did not see the performance in the slightest. Hmm. I mean what did we have? We had, um, let me just, again, go to the old race results if you have it up there earlier than I do. But, yeah, 14th and 15th. Yeah. My God. I mean, that's against McLaren finishing ahead of them. A Haas finishing ahead. Like, oh, yeah, the Alpha Terry's ahead. Like, I mean, oh, Albon finished ahead of them. <laughs> that's painful reading. Yeah. Yeah, that, those upgrades did nothing for them. Horrible. That was brutal. Brutal. If um, anything, did worse. The upgrades, if anything, it uh, did more damage to the Alpines than uh, if they just stay quiet and keep the car. Yeah, it was. I had there was a lot of potential for them though. Do you remember when we yeah. were talking about the sort of leading in and we were talking about the the sort of the development and the the concept for the car this season? Like it was huge potential uh, for that car, but uh, it's yes, yeah, not it's just not it's not paying off at all. They've... Was this the first race where they? They start racing in pink instead of blue. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the problem because was I think it was the, it not the first two races first was in two, the pink. First two they changed back after the second uh, third after the second. I thought it was the first three. Yes. So oh yeah no I think it was the first two I think they were in the blue last uh, in the last race in Australia. Mm-hmm. But uh, where did they finish in Australia? Actually, in a second, let's. Uh... No one knows. That's how <laughs> exactly. good they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I want to say it was disappointing, but. How disappointing is it for Gasly, all of this hope that he was going to get into a better car this season? And it, for all uh, intents and purposes, he seems that he's in a worse car than he was last year. The, um, well, I don't know. The, 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 well, the, the Alpteries have actually, again, they brought upgrades this weekend and they seem to be uh, working a hell of a lot better than the Alpines. Hmm. Although uh, Nick the Freeze doesn't seem to yeah, that is be doing them any favor. <laughs> um, I'm just having a quick look here at um, Australia. Oh, sweet Lord. Oh, yeah, they both DNF'd in Australia, of course. Mm. <laughs> yes, um, remember they crashed into each other horribly. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> after that bonkers. <laughs> and then we had that bonkers restart. Yeah, 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 of course, I forgot. Um, the uh, yeah, the Alpha Terries, though, as well. Actually, before we talk about the Alpha Terries at all, just talk about the freeze, right? This mm. thing, this is what bugged me today. When we had the safety car, because Nick the Freeze went on and stalled the car, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, in, in the race today. Um, if that was F2, that would have been a virtual safety car and the car that, that, that car would have been removed quite comfortably. But for some reason, in Formula One, they seem to be a little bit more eager to bring out a safety car or a red flag than they are in F2. Mm-hmm. Now, like, for, there doesn't, there's no re- reason for it. Um, and even when the safety car did come out, it took them like two laps before anybody was actually out to remove the car. Mm-hmm. Um, although having said that, they were out a little bit too early in the pit stops later on, but they <laughs> they were late getting out to try and get rid of uh, Nick DeFries's car. So yeah, I don't know. That bugs me. I, I, I there seems to be a little bit of an agenda there towards the um, the, the, the race control for Formula One versus F two. Um, and I don't get it. Like I, the, like I just thought there was no need. Like, it was slightly off track. A virtual safety car, I thought, should have been more than adequate to remove that car from the track. But mm. uh, 
but lo and behold, we had a, a had a full safety car, and I am pretty sure is because they just want a spectacle, um, and they've got a Netflix deal, and any opportunity to create a spectacle, they're going to take it. And I know that sounds fucking absolutely like a conspiracy theory, but I guarantee you, someone's someone's been told if you have the opportunity to make this look great, take it. Yeah, no, I was, I was just about to say it as well. It's it's money talking. It's more eyes on the sport as well. Um, yeah. I, it's definitely something influencing it because it does not make sense. You're right. Yeah. I mean, the safety car when Sonoda in, the, uh, it was in the sprint race, wasn't it? When Sonoda yeah. hit the wall. A hundred percent. I got that because you had parts of the wheel scattered all over the track. So that had to, you had to, you had to sort that out and clear, clear the track. But for where, and, and like the freeze stopped his car, like what, about 20 feet? from from the uh from the, the the sort of the exit of the track mm-hmm. so it so he could they could easily remove the car i yeah. don't get why a full safety car was needed there and virtual safety car would have done just just fine like um but anyway look that's just my own complaints before we before we finish up today's podcast i want to just touch on something briefly if we're talking about drama and conspiracy theories do we think that netflix were involved in any way in alpine nearly uh killing a lot of reporters what happened here? <laughs> yeah. Someone what? from someone what from went Netflix on? just went down to the press and says, "Oh, the race is over, lads. Go, go on, on, go up and get your photo. Go on, go on. Jeez, go you, on. You, uh, if if I was a photographer now, I'd want to be at the front to get the best photo, like <laughs> <laughs> the last photo before you pass away. Imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're cut in uh, two by an Alpine. Here's Frank's last photo, and it's just like you know, fucking the visor of Ocon, like. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a well-performing Alpine. It's the shit Alpine. Sorry, now, lads. having said that, for Alpine, <laughs> you know you're doing shit <laughs> when nobody realizes that you're still racing and they've come out in the pit lane to take photos of the guys on the podium and you're still coming in for a pit stop. <laughs> uh, horrible. Nothing sums up their season so far other than or better than that, I don't think. Uh, but, but it was communication problems, was it? I guess there's just uh, no one got the the... Um, yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, they'll investigate it. I mean, there's everybody on the internet now saying, "Oh my God, can you believe that's so not right in this modern day of Formula One?" Yeah, they'll fucking investigate it. Relax, like you yeah, know, yeah. Jesus Christ, it happens. It happens. Shit happens. Everyone's alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, time. I think unless anyone has any other business, does that really sum up today's race? A little bit boring overall. Uh, yep, it was shit. Moving on. We'll see you yeah. in Miami, which will also be shit. So I'm telling you now, everyone prepare yourself for another shit podcast because it will be a shit race in Miami. Yay! Let's see if Dave's right. Um, all right, Dave, uh, take us into the uh, the predictions. Okay, so oh. the fact that you started off with saying, uh, let's see if Dave was right for Miami being shit. Uh, if my predictions for this, for, for Baku or anything to go by, it's going to be an amazing race in uh, <laughs> in Miami. Um, all right, let me let me pull up the um the paperwork here okay oh righty what do we have here right my top three stuff was max verstappen goose egg uh george russell second did not happen and alonso third also did not happen oh man scotty tell us how uh, shit you did um, so I predicted Max first, which did yep. not happen. I went for Perez second, uh, which did not happen. And I went for Alonso third, which did not happen either. Well, and Isidro. Oh, Max <laughs> first, Perez second, and Alonso third. Now, I'd like to say this is what you get for copying Scotty's homework, but I didn't <laughs> yeah, copy, yeah, yeah. copy anyone's homework and I still got nothing. <laughs> never, never copy the class idiot. You should know that <laughs> yeah. by now. Well, it doesn't get any better. <laughs> so uh, my flop was Lance Stroll with a DNF, and that did not happen. Now, Lord, this, Scotty, this is where it gets interesting. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Lady Luck just dances your way, boys. Um, so mine was uh, Guan Yu Zhou and a DNF, which did happen, luckily. Way. That, little, that yeah. was a shot in the dark. Yes. That was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> Yes, it was. Um, yeah, all right. I have Zero. Hamilton for the NF. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, also was uh, not even close to happening. Nah. <laughs> uh, I went with a surprise of Albon top 10. Wah, did not happen. Didn't, what do you get, 12th or something 12th, like that? Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Surprise, Scotty. I went with uh, Bottas top 10, which definitely did not happen. He All was right. a stinker today. And a zero. <laughs> Copying the homework again. Yeah. yeah. I went up then. Goose egg. So we have a huge calculating. Join us in 30 minutes while we do the calculations of these scores. There's so many to calculate here. All right. Scotty wins this week. Yes. The boy Joe. All right. So if we update the table, that gives uh, me still at the top on two points, Scotty on one point, and Azidro. Jesus, Azidro, four races deep, and you're on goose eggs all around here. <laughs> I'm coming back, Dave. You better watch your back. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fucking let's get on with the uh, Miami predictions then. So I have, uh, I'm going to play it. Uh, actually, no, I thought I was going to play it safe. I didn't really. Um, I'm going with uh, Max P1. That's mm. kind of safe, I guess. Um, I'm going with Leclerc P2. And I'm going Alonso P3. Ooh. Yeah. That's not safe at all. Yeah, uh, I know. No, I, I yeah, I, I thought I was playing it safe, but I forgot to change my predictions before I jumped on. Yeah, uh, I'm. I am going somewhat safe. I'm going to go with obviously Max P1. He rarely uh, doesn't finish first like two races in a row. I look. Uh, I like it, the way we all fucking hyped Sergio up. <laughs> like, yo, you're the man. You're the man, Sergio. And then none of us are backing him <laughs> like to finish first. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with Perez uh, P2 though. Uh, I'm still oh, with he'll him. be delighted. Yeah, sorry, Sergio. And I'm going to go Alonso, P3. Oh. He's in He's in America. It's where his new girlfriend is from. I he's he's going to want to show off. He's yeah, going to want to yeah. show off. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm with you. That's exactly why I picked him for P3. <laughs> I don't want to copy Scotty. Oh, have you, just, have you completely copied Scotty again? Hang on a second. You've just done the exact same prediction from last yeah. week as well. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but I'm going to put Perez first. Oh, yeah, that's the, the man is trying to get the championship this year. Someone yeah. needs to support the guy. He does, yeah. yeah. He, he, he needs you to hold his hand <laughs> to the checker flag. Second, Max. Yeah. And third, of course, Alonso. He wants yeah. to look good for, for the girlfriend. Yep. Big time. All right, Dave, who's your who's your flop? Um, My flop is uh, Perez oh. with a DNF. Ooh. Just said that the man is... No, 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 no. I would, I would, I would, if I didn't, I just, I, I feel it. I feel it. I, I have this spiritual energy about me and I just feel <laughs> that Perez is going to have a DNF. Had that spiritual negative energy had not been there, I would have put Perez to win the race. Mm. But there's negative energy. So Perez DNF. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like that. Um, okay. I've just changed my DNF because the one I was going to say, pff, you probably wouldn't give it to me anyway. So I'm going to go with, um, Lando Norris with a DNF. Um, if you remember last season, he was wearing a stupid basketball. Uh, That's right, yeah. And uh, I think it was Ocon went straight into the side. That's so, right as well, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for history repeating itself this year as well. Yeah. Who were you going to go with though before him? Sonoda, DNF. Uh, yeah, we wouldn't have given that to you. Yeah, he was borderline today. Oh, no, well, it's a DNF. Like, we, we, you, you can't not give a DNF. Like, I mean, he, he was He was top 10 today, so. Yeah, but it's the McLaren. McLaren and DNF go hand by hand. No, no, no. Sonoda <laughs> uh, was top ten today. I was going to go with Sonoda. You've given me a DNF for uh, McLaren. No, I think I think if you call any DNF, I think you have yeah, to be yeah, given. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. uh, like even if you said Logan Sargent DNF, you have. I think you have to give a <laughs> DNF. Yeah, it's a bit of a shot. Like in fairness. Yeah. Um. No. This is that that sounds like it's gonna be one of these rules that's gonna be exploited later on in the season. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. Okay, uh Zidro, who's your flop? Hamilton. Um DNF. Uh, okay, I I wanna just uh before we move on, I don't want to drag this out too much, but I want to go through our DNFs. Um so I've got Perez on a DNF. Mm. Um I, I I'm I'll be honest. I'm not really sure. I I I feel it could be an accident tangled up with someone, but I don't think it's going to be his fault. I think he's going to be he's going to be an innocent bystander in his DNF. What are you thinking? You you think someone's going to wipe Norris out? You're going to think it's going to be a repeat of last year? Yeah, I'm I'm not putting money on this, but I think it's going to be uh, Gasly. 
again. That's very specific. Yeah, <laughs> as I say, that's that's not what my guess is based on, but I think it's going to be Gasly. I am just going to make a sub note here. Yeah, well, no, that's not Gasly. what I get the point on. No, no, no. I tell you what, if if it's Gasly, can I get two points? If Gasly wipes out Norris, I'll say here on the podcast, and look, I don't know whether Isidro will back me up here. I will give you the point for the week. Yeah. I, I, you yeah. take Perfect. the win that week if Perfect. Gasly wipes out Norris. Yeah. But I get, but if Norris just gives a DNF, you get your point anyway. But yeah, if cool. Gasly takes out Norris, you've won the week. Yeah, Done. Perfect. That's 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 <laughs> that's a good the odds on that one. Yeah. Like that. Um. What 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 are you thinking? Uh, what's your DNF on uh, Ham- Hamilton? What's happening? Oh, Mercedes and their development will do something. <laughs> Ooh. There was air quotes there when Nazito said <laughs> development for anyone listening audio only. <laughs> I mean, I know Russell, something happened to Russell in the last race, but it's rare enough for a Mercedes to have an engine DNF. An engine right? issue. Yeah, the engines are usually pretty solid, but um, and a lot of their development, I think, is all is aero, is it? Mm. But That's always you know, a first. There is always a first, yeah. It's true, it's true. All right, my surprise is uh, going to be Nick DeFries top ten. Ooh. <laughs> but well I I wait, is it was that ooh as in we're not giving that to you or ooh no, Dave, that's, that's uh, not happening. Kiss your point goodbye. <laughs> now I don't know. Those Alpines are those Alpines. Those Alpha Terries, I think, are actually they're they're quick. Yeah. If he can just keep it on the road, um <laughs> that's then, the thing. <laughs> yeah, that that that's that's my gamble, but I'll uh keep top 10 anyway for Nick DeVries. Yeah. I know it's it's that's it's a, a punt. One. I hope you like eggs. Um, yeah, okay. I, I may as well have gone with Mick Schumacher top 10 is more likely <laughs> of happening. <laughs> I'll tell you you would have won the week if that happened. Oh, if Mick Schumacher gets top 10, yeah, yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. All actually, right. yeah, uh, can we can we put that as a sub note? Actually, can you you have that as well? If Mick Schumacher gets top ten, <laughs> that you can win the week automatically I'll, I'll, too. I'll stay, yeah, okay, Mick Schumacher. I like that. Um, D ten. Okay, my surprise. Uh, I'm copying year homework from last week, lads. Uh, Albon top ten. Oh, so, oh, <laughs> Isidro, oh it's just Lord. because I go first. I think is the problem. <laughs> if I went Chase second, it would look like I was doing it. Um, so I'm guessing as he draw, I'm putting Albon yeah, top ten for Albon you as well. <laughs> I'm Albon. That guy will give me the point one of these races. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, you've gone with him for. Oh no, you went with. Well, you, you're, you're fairly committed to to Williams <laughs> as You went with Logan Sargent in yeah. race one. Uh, you dropped off there with Bottas in race two, but swiftly went back to the <laughs> to Williams. And you'd be delighted to know that Williams have given you no points <laughs> in all three of your guesses. They'll come through, don't worry. Um, I almost said Logan because it's uh, just American oh, race, that's, American uh, driver. Yeah, I, I, I don't buy but in. I, I like I. He's I, not I, doing that well. No, no, at all. Like so far, so Albon so is more likely. He finished I, uh, nine last year, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think if, if anything. The fact that Logan Sargent is racing at home because he's from Fort Lauderdale, I think he's from Florida. Yeah. So um, that could be worse for him. That's exactly it. I think he could be uh, tr- out to prove something that he's, uh, you know, he's he's uh, he's writing checks that his skills can't cash. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and his performances coming into this race mean that there's more pressure on him to do that. So yeah, yeah, I don't see it. Um. All right. Well, that. I think about sums up our predictions and uh the shockingly awful baku podcast <laughs> sorry everybody um but uh no we'll be back for miami where we will deliver a phenomenal podcast on a shit race yes. um guaranteed um so until next week we shall see you then <laughs>